Now on view at SCAD Fash, Manish Aurora's Life is Beautiful. Renowned for dazzling designs and a rainbow of colors, Manish Aurora has brought the talent and craftsmanship of India's rich sartorial history to the global forefront, earning international acclaim on runways across three continents. Designing in India since the 1990s, Aurora's glittering garments celebrate extravagant expressions of self through varied materials, techniques, and silhouettes in a triumphant union of Western and Eastern aesthetics adapted to today's multicultural society with a touch of humor. Find out more at scadfash.org. Support for WABE comes from 100 Miles, a nonprofit committed to preserving Georgia's 100-mile coast. Protecting this critical coastal ecosystem takes all of us. Watch the stories of the innovators and future leaders who help keep our coast flowing at OurGeorgiaCoast.org. W-A-B-E in Atlanta, this is City Lights. I'm Lois Reitzes. Thank you for listening. Today, we'll see things from a child's perspective. Atlanta filmmaker Kabir Seagal grew up in a dynamic family with a father whom he describes as the Indian Forest Gump. R.K. Seagal's immigration success story is chronicled in Kabir's documentary, Close the Loop, which will screen at the Carter Center tomorrow as part of the Atlanta Film Festival. We'll hear from father and son later in the program. Children are the reason Dad's Garage Comedy Theater presents their annual kids' show, Wowie Zowie, an improv comedy experience where every kid in the audience is welcome to take part. Dad's Youth Programs Director Amanda Lee will join us along with 10-year-old River Rushdie, an aspiring improv artist herself. First, this is our spring membership drive, and during this campaign, we're asking for your donation because it brings you the issues that impact where we live, how we interact, and how we can all thrive. And right now, we've got yet another reason for you to give— City Light senior producer Kim Drobes will tell you more about that. Hey, Lois, and thank you for letting me be the one to get to tell everybody about the cool gift today. So if you give right now, not only will you be supporting City Lights, but you'll be entered into a drawing to win a High Museum of Art family membership. This is for two adults and two children. They don't have to be your children, just two children. Make it anything you want. Two adults, two children's. There's many perks that come with this, including free unlimited admission to the High's extensive collection and all of their special exhibitions. And there are just a few benefits of the family membership at the High. So now is your chance. Please take a moment to give wabe.org slash donate. We would like to thank the High Museum of Art for this generous offer. And we'd like to thank you because we know you are about to donate and give right now by calling 678-553-9090. 
maybe you listen to this public radio station for some me time. But here's the thing, even if those headphones are in your ears and no one else is around, you're not listening alone. New research shows that when a group of people hear the same story, their heart rates tend to rise and fall in sync. I'm Manoush Zamarodi from NPR, and you are part of a community of public radio listeners. You hear the same stories and voices with your hearts beating as one. And when you give, you don't donate to this station alone either. It's not just your gift out there doing all the heavy lifting. It's your donation and the ones of so many others who hear what you do and feel inspired to support this NPR station. So listen to your heart. Here's how to give. You give by calling 678-553-9090 or donating online at wabe.org slash donate. Indeed, WABE brings so many of us in Atlanta together in spirit, if not in person. And with a fundraiser like this, maybe you think they're not talking to me, but we really are. Truly, we all have a part to play in WABE's success and educating the community. Your gift right now really does help us to amplify all of Atlanta in many ways. So please take a moment to give online at wabe.org slash donate or with a call to 678-553-9090. Thank you. And when you give, maybe consider becoming a sustaining member, because when you are a sustaining member, you never need to ask, when was the last time I gave to WABE? Because once you set it up, your membership is always up to date. And you can contact us at any time if you need to make any changes. We usually suggest about $10 a month. It seems to be the easiest for most people to keep up with, but only you know how much is comfortable for you to give. Make your first-time sustainer gift, or if you're already a sustainer, consider adding maybe a dollar or two each month to what you give right now. You can do that at wabe.org donate. And remember, the vast majority of all of our funding from listeners just like you, comes from the Atlanta area. Please make a donation. Just give us a call, 678-553-9090. When you give to WABE today at $15 a month, we'd like to send you a really great thank you gift. It's the fresh new WABE Amplifying Atlanta tote bag. Perfect for groceries, books, and the beach. Designed by Atlanta artist Fabian Williams, it features illustrations of some of Atlanta's most iconic landmarks, along with our beloved WABE hosts. That's at just $15 a month or a one-time gift of $180. You'll also automatically get the PBS streaming service Passport. Support independent journalism when you take a moment to give monthly at wabe.org donate or phone 678-553-9090 and thank you. Now, thanks to all of you who have already donated. We are looking to hear from 11 listeners donating. When you do, your name will be entered into that drawing to win a High Museum of Art family membership with benefits for up to two adults plus children or grandchildren 17 and under. 
please take a moment to give right now. Be among those 11 we are looking to hear from when you go online and donate at wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090. You can also find the full contest rules online. And incidentally, if you're listening to the evening rebroadcast of City Lights now, you are entered as well. You can give by calling 678-553-9090. Now, a look at improv comedy through the eyes of a child. At Dad's Garage, improv comedy isn't just for comedians, or adults for that matter. Kids can also join in on the fun with their own improv interactive show, Wowie Zowie. This Dad's Garage classic is on stage now through May 14th. One of the show's returning audience members, 10-year-old River Rushti, has gotten so good at improv, she even hosted her own online show for Dad's Garage during the pandemic. River joins me now via Zoom to talk about Wowie Zowie, along with Dad's Garage Youth Programs Director Amanda Lee. Welcome to City Lights. Hello. Thank you for having us. Amanda Lee, please tell us about the premise of Wowie Zowie. So the idea behind Wowie Zowie and really all of our kids programming is that you are watching it, you're having a good time, but at any moment you're able to give a suggestion or maybe even be a character in one of our adventures that we're having. And uh, we always have a dance party. So it's a mix between your classic audience experience and also getting to be part of the action. How long has this show been in production? See, wow, I think maybe four years, five years, yeah. Wow. Why did Dad's Garage want to create an improv show that's kid and family-centered? We've always had some version of a kid's show, but when I got my hands on the whole thing, I came from a background in teaching something called creative drama. I learned that at Seattle Children's Theater, and I wanted to combine creative drama with improv. And creative drama is where kids and their teacher are sort of making up the story together as they go. So it was a perfect fit. And I wanted basically kids to have a chance to use their imagination in a different way. Plus, it teaches them, you know, creativity, spontaneity, and also, it's just fun. (laughs) (laughs) All good things. How would you describe the game? Picture this. So that's our opening game for Wowie Zowie. And when the kids come in before the show starts, there will be a couple of improvisers out there. And they'll be asked, at least in this run, there's a big piece of butcher block paper. And they're asked to, as a group, create a world that does not currently exist altogether as a group on this butcher block paper. 
then that butcher block paper is taken up and put as our set. So for picture this, we take out our magic paintbrush and we have someone who's going to be our scene painter and they sort of set the scene based on ideas that we get from the drawing that the kids did in advance. And then we basically go on an adventure in the world that they created. How cool. Yeah. Tell me more about the magic paintbrush. Are we talking metaphor here? Well, we actually have it <laughs> in a special suitcase. I guess it's like a little more like a briefcase. It's metal. It's highly guarded by two lions and a unicorn. Mm -hmm. And then we take that out. It's under a series of locks <laughs> and keys. You open up that, you take out the paintbrush. And the cool thing is whenever you take out the paintbrush, a cool sound happens. It's like, whoop. yeah. So, and then, yeah, you, of course, you have to have your imagination working for it to work the best. But uh, yeah, and then, then our scene painter just is uh, using their imagination to set the scene so they can draw anything in the air. How great. <laughs> what are some other games, families, and kids can participate in throughout the show? One of them that we sort of adapted for COVID, but it's, it's called Moving Bodies Usually, and that's where we get a parent and a child, and they will come up, and pre-COVID, we would have them move the actors around the stage, and so the actors could only talk, and the parent and child would be moving the actors the entire time like they were puppets. Oh, yeah, it's pretty fun. And the, for COVID, we just have them stand down on, in front of the stage and however they move their bodies, the actor will copy their bodies. So each actor is assigned to a family member. A little bit like that Marx Brothers Groucho and Harpo in front of the mirror routine for yes. those who may know what I'm talking about in the Marx Brothers movie. It's sort of a classic pantomime. River clearly is not a shy kid, but what happens when the kids do feel shy? How do you work with them? Well, first of all, when I'm hosting it, I make sure to know that everything is optional. So there's always going to be certain kids that raise their hand every single time. But for those that are feeling a little more shy, uh, a lot of times, especially during Picture This, um, when we're on more of an adventure, one of our actors will sort of come towards the edge of the stage. And this is a creative drama technique that they're using. And they'll say, I see a huge group of frogs, say. Maybe the frogs were in the original picture. I see a huge group of frogs and they're all jumping up and down. And kids are just geniuses. And so they know, oh, I'm the frog. So they'll all start jumping together. And then the actor will sort of have a scene with them, kind of guiding them throughout it. Like I see the frogs jumping three times and then all the kids will jump three times. So that's a great way if you're shy, that you get to be part of a group, you get to be part of picture this and the story, but you're not singled out needing to make a suggestion or come up with your parent and be the puppet master. Mm. River, what's your favorite part of the show? 
I would say that my favorite part of the show is probably the dance party at the end. Why do you like it? Well, mainly because it's like everybody gets to like have a good time and like play together, but also like the whoever's running the dance party, it's like a freeze dance, but it's separated into categories. So like dance like a dinosaur, dance like you're underwater. I was wondering if you have any funniest moments of wowie zowie that you could share with us. I mean, that was really hard because like shuffling through my brain, like what's <laughs> what's the funniest thing? It's like I'm thinking of like the jokes at the end that we do. It's like when people are like really shy and then they're like, I don't know what it is. And then they're like, start to walk up and then they like go back and are like, okay, I remember now. And then say like a totally wacko joke or like everywhere. And that's interesting that you like seeing a transformation in the kids who may have been more shy, but once they've been on stage and then realize it's safe, they'll come back with something very funny. Yes. Who is involved in leading the show? Really everybody, because, like, everybody gets, like, a little part to, like, throw in a piece of the story or, like, they're making the story happen. That's great. There is equality on this set. For fans of Dad's Garage, do you bring in any grown-up improv stars or in-house performers? Sometimes we do, I think. Yeah, there's a special performer that River knows, and that's her dad. Ah. And he performs most weekends in Wowie Zowie. What is your dad's first name? My dad's first name is Magid. He and other ensemble members perform with us. So we have Travis Sharp, who is a longtime ensemble member at Dad's Garage. He's hilarious and can improvise any song. You can give him any word and he will improvise any song in the moment. And it's amazing. <laughs> we have Megan Leahy, who's also an ensemble member. She's a regular. Karen Cassidy, our famous TikTok star ensemble member. So those are some of our regulars. And myself and Tara Oaks go back and forth hosting it each week. Dad's Garage Youth Programs Director Amanda Lee and 10-year-old improv comedian in training, River Rushti. We'll return with more of this conversation after a short break. But first, this is City Lights. I'm Lois Wrights. It's great to be with you. So have you been to the High Museum of Art lately? Would you like to go? Well, that's the idea behind today's sweepstakes with your gift at wabe.org slash donate. Here's City Light senior producer Kim Drobes with more. Before we get into a little more about that High Museum of Art giveaway, I wanted to thank a couple of you that have already donated, Glenda and Marietta and Mark Cow. Marcone, apologies, Marcone. How dare I mess up your name? Marcone in Atlanta, thank you so very much. So everyone else, the rest of you, when you give right now, not only will you be supporting the insights you get here on City Lights about the rich and vibrant culture 
found here in Atlanta, but you'll also be entered into a drawing to win a High Museum of Art family membership. It includes a lot of perks, including like discounts on camps, classes, workshops, and trust me, there are so many incredible exhibitions to see at the High currently, such as Andre Cortez's Postcards from Paris, which you might have heard about from our amazing producer, Summer Evans. Absolutely beautiful photographs. So please, Take a minute to support City Lights and get in on this drawing, wabe.org slash donate, or give us a call, 678-553-9090. Thanks, and good luck. My name is Joyce Bell, and I live in Duluth, Georgia. I think the first time that I gave to WABE was during the fundraising drive, and I'm listening to this in my car driving to work, and I realized I listen to this station every morning. And I need to start supporting them because, oh my gosh, what would I do if you suddenly didn't have enough money to do what you do? And I enjoy the programming so much and and the various stories. And I'm like, oh, I have to start giving. Thanks so much for becoming a first-time donor, Joyce, and for paying such close attention to what we're asking. So many of you have told us that you've become members just like Joyce did when you realized how important you were to WABE. You understand that without member support, the shows could disappear. Truly, member support makes up about 84% of our total funding. That's how important you are to WABE. Think about your reasons for listening. You know there probably are more than a few. (laughs) Isn't that worth a few dollars a month? Please join with Joyce and many others and give today at wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090. Thanks. You know, it's true. Lois wasn't kidding here. WABE really does count on listeners for financial support. Your support is combined with the support of thousands of other listeners just like you and pays for the shows that you love on WABE, like City Lights. For many of our listeners, we found that there's kind of a sweet spot when it comes to giving, about $10 a month. But I say this a lot because it's true. Only you know what you can afford. So think about this. What you hear on WABE, the truth, the insight, the powerful stories, they're valued by you. They're also sustained by you. Please make your gift at wabe.org slash donate or give us a call 678-553-9090. We are looking forward to hearing from you. Thanks. Looking forward to hearing from at least nine of you now donating online at wabe.org or calling 678-553-9090. Indeed, Kim, we talk a lot about making a monthly contribution because it really does help us plan better for the future. And it's easier for many listeners to give a bit each month. But we understand if you feel that's something you can't afford or not suited to your lifestyle, to the way you budget. So you should know 
that we welcome gifts in any amount without the need to commit monthly as well. If you can afford to help, please do what you can at wabe.org slash donate or by calling 678-553-9090. Thank you. And thanks to everyone who is already donating this hour in support of City Lights. One donor listening right now will receive a High Museum of Art family membership, which includes lots of other benefits like invitations to member-only exhibition previews, events. There's also Jazz Night on Fridays. There's also a high-frequency program that includes a cocktail. Mm. The High Museum is a really great place to have a date night. And this is a great opportunity to take in all of the diverse attractions that the High offers. Please make your gift now at wabe.org slash donate or give us a call 678-553-9090. And thank you so much. The field of mental health counseling is growing rapidly, and Richmond Graduate University can equip you with everything you need as a licensed professional counselor while integrating your faith into your clinical practice. Programs are offered in Atlanta, Chattanooga, and online. Apply today at richmont.edu. That's R-I-C-H-M-O-N-T dot E-D-U. You love free, and at Ameris Bank, so do we. That's why we're proud to offer worry-free, hassle-free Ameris Bank free checking. Manage your money your way with convenient access to digital, mobile, and telephone banking, all with no monthly service fee or minimum balance requirements. At Ameris Bank, we're with you. For more information or to open an account, visit our local bankers in person or online at amerisbank.com slash free checking. Other fees such as overdraft fees may apply. Ameris Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is City Lights on WABE. I'm Lois Wrights. It's great to have you along. And if you are just joining us, my guests are Dad's Garage Youth Programs Director Amanda Lee and 10-year-old improv comedian in training and extraordinary thinker River Rushdie. We've been discussing their production of Wowie Zowie, the kids show running through May 14th at Dad's. Here, River explains her pandemic project. River reviews it. First, it started off as that my dad would like gather items around our house and like put them in a bag and like I would like rate them like at one point we did like Brussels sprouts and I was like (laughs) I mean I like them sometimes it depends on how they're cooked and another time we did like a book or like we did a movie but over time it like changed of like what themes and items we were doing. I'm curious about what movie you would review. I think if I'm correct like we reviewed like Wreck-It Ralph at one point. Reviewed, like, Doctor Who. Oh, yeah, we're talking about major films. Yeah, we did a lot of stuff, like a lot of kids' movies that I've seen and I can have, like, a strong opinion on. We would always, like, write out, like, what I would say sometimes, like, have, like, a little notepad and be like, okay, this is what we're doing, just make everything up. (laughs) What are some of your favorite films? I would have to say 
a lot of fiction films. Like I said, like Doctor Who. Uh, I have like a Doctor Who pillow and a sonic screwdriver in my room. It's like me and my family are Doctor Who fans. So it was like we were had an entire like episode on Doctor Who. Oh, cool. So you enjoy fantasy, science fiction kind of stuff that, that also has comedy within it. Yes. And I watched a clip where you were giving advice. How often did you offer your advice and opinions on things that kids deal with? So at the end of every like episode that we did, we would do like in a little advice piece but, like, sometimes it would be, like, after, like, we're done reviewing one thing, like, if we're doing a book, it's, like, oh, and don't forget to, like, use a bookmark if that, like, will catch your attention so you keep reading or something like that. Do you have any thoughts about becoming a comedian or an actor or an improv artist when you're through with school? I do want to do improv and acting when I grow up, but I also like want to be a veterinarian when I grow up. So it's probably going to be like a half and half job, but I feel like the improv part of me is never going to like go away because it's like I was raised like that. And it's like there's always going to be like little like shows that me and my family does or just me do. You're very fortunate to grow up in such a creative household. Yeah, and I'm really, like, glad that my parents are, like, not too, like, holding me back. They're also, like, giving me opportunities, but they're, like, making sure that, like, doing what I like, but it's not too much for me to handle. That's such a good work-life balance. So how about to end our conversation Just like at Wowie Zowie, River sends us off with her best joke. Amanda Lee, are you okay with that? I'm definitely okay with that. River, do you have one handy? I do. So a joke that I actually said recently, I think, was, what's the size favorite favorite dessert? What? A popsicle. Great. River Roshti, Amanda Lee, this has been wonderful. Thank you so very much for talking with us about Wowie Zowie. Thank you so much for having us. Yes, thank you. Oh, wow. Dad's Garage Youth Programs Director, Amanda Lee, and 10-year-old improv comedian in training and veterinarian to be River Rushdi. Wowie Zowie is on stage at Dad's Garage Comedy Theater through May 14th. You can find out more on our website, wabe.org. In a moment, we'll hear about Close the Loop, the documentary screening at the Carter Center tomorrow as part of this year's Atlanta Film Festival. But first, you're listening to City Lights. I'm Lois Reitzes. We're in our spring membership drive, and we we love the response. We're hearing from many of you in this spring campaign. Thank you. 
gifts from listeners like you pay for every reason you listen to 90.1. And when you give right now, you will be entered into a one-of-a-kind drawing. Here's City Light senior producer Kim Drobes with more. That's right, Lois. So when you give right now, not only will you be supporting City Lights, you'll also be entered into a drawing to win a High Museum of Art family membership. It's good for two adults and two children under the age of 17. They do not have to be your children. They could be your grandchildren. They could be nieces and nephews. They could be neighbor's kids. Who could say? You'll also get access to free, unlimited admission to the High Museum of Art's extensive collection and most special exhibitions. Come on, with summer break just around the corner, this is a win-win-win-win-win situation. Surely. (laughs) We benefit from your donation. You are entered into this drawing, and you get to see the opportunity to see the High's new exhibition. Giving is easy. It just takes a moment at wabe.org slash donate or give us a call 678-553-9090. Thank you so much and good luck. My name is Warren Shiver and I'm from Vinings, Georgia. I'm a Cornerstone member because, you know, I have the ability to give back, you know, even in a small way. And I think as Cornerstone members, you know, we are hopefully the foundation, as the name implies, of you know, economic and fundraising, uh, you know, support for the station. To become a Cornerstone member, you simply need to donate a minimum of 100 bucks a month or $1,200 a year. Thank you, Warren. Very well put. Cornerstone members really are a huge part of the foundation of WABE support. And if you want to break it down even further, a Cornerstone membership is equivalent to a little more than $3 a day. $3 a day, that's less than going out to lunch on your break or grabbing a latte from your favorite local coffee shop. We're hoping to hear from eight of you now, eight of you donating. Perhaps that cornerstone membership of $100 or more a month is within your budget. If that's the case, if you can manage about $3 a, week, a day, the equivalent of that, please join us now online at wabe.org donate or by calling 678-553-9090. If you cannot afford to give this time, we understand. And perhaps that's all the more meaningful than for those of you who can donate to think that you are helping to make WABE available to the greater Atlanta community. You are making it possible to pay it forward. You know, for over 60 years, WABE has been connected to Atlanta. And with listener support, that connection will last far beyond 60 years in the future. That's because the vast majority of our funding comes from the Atlanta community, about 84% of it. And helping us with that 84% right now is Kathleen from Peachtree Corners, who said that she loves WABE. And honestly, Kathleen, we love you. We genuinely appreciate 
all of you. The rest of the money that comes to us, aside from that 84% from you guys, comes from grants and comes from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. We here at WABE receive no state funding, so we completely rely on Metro Atlanta listeners like you for financial help. Consider a gift of $10 a month. We know right now it might be a level that's comfortable for a lot of our listeners, but only you know what's right for you. 678-553-9090 or make your monthly gift at wabe.org slash donate and help us to continue to amplify Atlanta for everyone. Thanks to all of you who have given today in support of City Lights. Again, when you join them, you'll be entered into that High Museum of Art family membership drawing for two adults and two children under 17. And the benefits also include discounts on select tickets to the Alliance Theater and the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra. My goodness, you could earn back in one visit what you might be donating to WABE. What an opportunity to experience some of the rich, vibrant arts and culture scene Atlanta has to offer and that you hear when we discuss on City Lights every day of the week. We can only continue to do that with your financial help with your contribution. So please take a moment to give now at wabe.org slash donate. Be among the eight we are looking to hear from. And thank you again to the High Museum for your helping inspire listeners. By the way, you can also donate by calling 678-553-9090. Thank you again. Kabir Siegel's new film, Close the Loop, looks at the life and success of his father, Raghbir R.K. Siegel. At the opening of the film, Kabir calls his father the Indian Forest Gump. The film is based on Kabir's best-selling book of the same name, Close the Loop will be screened on the Atlanta Film Festival's opening night tomorrow evening at the Carter Center. Both father and son join me now via Zoom. Welcome to City Lights. Thanks for having us. Thank you, Louis, for inviting us. Now, this endearing nickname you gave your father, Kabir, Indian Forrest Gump is based on the fact that your dad has met and befriended so many influential people in history, beginning with no less than Mahatma Gandhi and continuing to the present. How would you put into chapters those pivotal moments in history that Forrest Gump also experienced in terms of RK? My dad has a history of showing up to places and volunteering. Um, the first place he showed up was the United States. He left India as a teenager 
and with just a few dollars in his pocket and he made his way to the United Kingdom and then he saved up money and he arrived in Alabama of all places in the 1960s and matriculated at Auburn University and he graduated and began his career at law engineering over many years 30 years there he rose up to become the chairman and CEO of the company so you have someone from a small town in India becoming a captain of industry here in Atlanta. And this happened in the 80s and in the 90s. So how that compares to Forrest Gump, my dad just wasn't just a civil engineer. He befriended people such as Ambassador Andrew Young, who he hired to work for him at Law Engineering, uh, John Ehrlichman, an advisor to President Nixon, uh, Joe Frank Harris, the former governor of Georgia, all were in my father's orbit. And so growing up as his son in Atlanta, I heard stories at the dinner table about my dad's upbringing in India, Maharaja of this and Gandhi that. And I was like, this is a book, this is a movie one day. And I'm very pleased to be able to create this project that honors my father. And just like Forrest Gump kept on showing up, Forrest Gump, when you see that movie, you see how his life intersected with many world events and world history events. My dad's story intersects with many, many world chapters, chapters important to Atlanta, for example, the Olympic Games. My dad was instrumental in helping bring the Olympic Games to Atlanta. The Iranian hostage situation. My dad was in Iran during the Iranian Revolution. It goes on and on and on. So I hope you, uh, when you see the film, Close the Loop, you get a sense of, by seeing my father's story, you see world events unfolding because my dad kept on showing up and volunteering for things. Louis, let me make one point, Kabir make, talks about Forrest Gump. When I was the commissioner, Prince Andrews came to my office and we were told what to say, what not to say, and they call him your highness. And he used to call me commissioner. And then after 15, 20 minutes, I said to him and I said, you don't have to call me commissioner Siegel again, coming Forrest Gump, you can call me RK. He said, okay, RK, you don't have to call me your highness or Prince Andrews, you can call me Andy. So we start <laughs> calling Andy. And the interesting part, Lois, was every time I call Prince Andrews, Andy, the British ambassador who was in the room, I thought he's going to have a heart attack. I bet. Well, it, that's just another example of how personable you are and that friendliness and warmth it disarms people. Can you tell us your first impression of America when you arrived here on the Queen Elizabeth? The interesting part was when I got off the ship, I was looking for cowboys and horses. <laughs> I did not see anybody. That was my first impression that whatever I saw in the movies was not true. You came to the United States. It wasn't easy. You left your entire family behind in search of higher education in order to make a better life for yourself here. When you arrived at Auburn University, how did you maneuver through the segregated South that existed. We're talking 1960. Well, I can tell you with two words, with great difficulty. 
there used to be a what they call a black person who used to sweep our floors. I said to him, I said, Walter, we can train you to work as a technician. So we trained him to work as a technician, not sweeping floor. So two days later, when I came to my apartment, there was a what do you call a fire right in front of my apartment. So I, I said to myself, I said, this must be people just uh, welcoming me. That's the way people welcome in, uh, in India. They give candles and all that. So the, my house mother over there, she said to me, she said, son, what did you do today? I told her that I promoted a black man. She said, do you know this is cross burning? Some people uh, weren't cross because what you did, don't do that, it can endanger your life. So I found out the guy in my office, he's the one member of the KKK, he's the one who did that. So that was my first introduction about KKK. I thought the cross burning was a welcome sign. I found out, found out no, it was a threat to my life. That must have been terrifying. It was very terrifying. Later in the film, it's mentioned that politics did not have to be combat for you. But you actually made your way into the political arena, laying the groundwork for others in the Indian American community who were trying to get into politics. How did your example lay the groundwork for others. Uh, when I came to Atlanta first time, there were only nine Indians. So I think as far as going into politics was concerned, I was more interested trying to promote people to go into politics. I have no ambition to be in politics myself. My grandfather, my father's father, was the head of hospitality and tourism for the state of Punjab in India. And my dad grew up learning how really to take care of people. You know, when, when my grandfather would uh, meet with the president and heads of state, he would be the one responsible for all protocol. And fast forward many decades later, my father, R.K. Siegel, became head of industry, trade, and tourism, uh, economic development department during the Roy Barnes administration, effectively with the same role of trying to bring business to Georgia, engaging with heads of state, with heads of companies. And what I've learned being my father's son is that it's very important how you treat people. It's very important how you take care of people. And this whole idea of Southern hospitality, I would say my dad is a combination of Southern hospitality and Eastern Indian warmth. And that's very unusual for people when they meet him because he's, he leads with kindness almost to a fault. When we go out to eat at a dinner, if he sees a friend, you better believe my dad's going to pay for, pay for dinner for that friend. And we almost say, Dad, why do you keep paying for people? Why do you keep doing that? But he says, no, no, you have, you have to treat people well. And this sort of calling card of generosity has been something that's um, really been instilled in me um, as a son. Close the Loop is the first of your lessons for success. You talk about making your manager look good and finding your mantra. I think one of those lessons especially meaningful is number three, go above and beyond. Would each of you talk about what that has meant to your lives? Going above and beyond is 
making sure that generosity is how you lead. When you go into a room and you don't know people, try to find one or two people that you say, oh, let me see how I can serve them. Let me see how I can help them. And that's very, you know, diametrically opposed to how a lot of us are wired, including myself. We are always thinking about our, our own careers. How do we advance? But my father taught me the more you put the light on someone else, the light will shine back on you. And that's not just a, you know, a maxim or something. He's really lived that. There's many stories, again, of my father being invited to parties by someone else, and he'll pick up the check. He'll co-sign for a car with, a, with someone who can't afford it. All kinds of stories in, our, in my childhood about just being that person. When you get into trouble or get into hot water, you want to talk to my father because he always has an unusual perspective because it's not a traditional linear MBA, this is the way you do it. My dad's perspective is informed by, you know, growing up in India, working in the UK, you know, reaching the heights of corporate America. So he has many different ways he can analyze a problem. And that's why a lot of people come to him. And uh, his answers are usually be kind, be warm, be generous. And that's the way out of most, most problems or most thorny situations. I can give, add one more thing here. When I was coming to America, I asked my father to give me advice. What should I do? He, he wrote in my letter, I still have it, Kabir got that letter now, three things. Number one, work hard. Nothing big thing about that. Everybody, every father says to his children. And number two, be honest. That's also very generic. And number third thing what he wrote in that letter was, make sure you shine light on your boss and the people that you work with. I didn't, could not understand till I became a boss myself. So that paid a tremendous amount of dividend. All my bosses, I made them look so good that they loved me and then they, whatever they could do to promote me, they did their best. So I said, I count my success to that one particular advice. Ragbir, R.K. Sigal, subject of Close the Loop and his filmmaker, son Kabir Sigal. The film is part of the Atlanta Film Festival and will screen tomorrow evening at the Carter Center. More information can be found on our website, wabe.org. With just a few minutes left in the program, a reminder that when you give to support City Lights, you might also receive something, too. I'm Lois Reitz's City Light senior producer Kim Dropes will tell you more. And before she does, just to let you know, we still need to hear from six of you donating online at wabe.org or calling 678-553-9090. Yeah, goals are important, and we have a goal of hearing from six of you. So please reach out and listen to this. When you give right now, you'll be supporting what it takes to bring you stories you can't find anywhere else. You'll also be entered into a drawing to win a High Museum of Art family membership. It's for two adults and two kids or grandkids or nieces and nephews, totally up to you. It also includes some nice perks that go beyond museum admission like free tickets to Friday Jazz, 
and high frequency Fridays. This is where you can mix and mingle amongst the art while listening to some of Atlanta's favorite DJs. Wow. Also get a cocktail. So this sounds like a really great drawing, right? And a good date night, perhaps. We are very thankful to the High Museum of Art and for your gift right now because we've just got moments left in this offer. So come on and join us. WABE.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090. And how about starting your membership, which you're about to give the six of you we're looking to hear from? Start your membership with a sustaining gift of $10 a month. That $10 monthly helps pay for every reason you listen to WABE. Shows you love like Shows you love like Morning Edition and City Lights that tell powerful, insightful stories every day, things that uplift you and inform you. And your sustaining gift helps us continue to amplify the voices of Atlanta long after the fun drive is over. 84% of our funding comes from listeners just like you. Please give as generously as you can at 678-553-9090 or online at wabe.org with a minute and a half remaining. When you give to WABE as a new sustainer at $10 a month, we'd like to thank you with our brand new Amplifying Atlanta mug. It features illustrations of some of Atlanta's most iconic landmarks, along with our beloved WABE hosts. And it was designed by Atlanta artist Fabian Williams. It's yours as a monthly donor at $10 a month or with an annual gift of $120. And you'll get a bonus gift, the PBS Streaming Channel Passport. Please give monthly. It only takes a moment at wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090. And thanks. That mug that they're referencing is beautiful. They have put so much great artwork into it by Fabian Williams. Check it out on wabe.org. And remember, when you give to City Lights, your name is being entered into a drawing that will win a family membership of four to the High Museum. Take a moment, give at wabe.org or call 678-553-9090. Kim Drobes is City Light's senior producer. Summer Evans is our producer. Our engineer is Shelley Canavy. I'm your host, Lois Reitzis. And we thank you so much for donating to WABE online at wabe.org or by calling 678 678- Five five three ninety ninety. Thanks. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Have you donated to WABE yet? I know you've heard us talking about why it's important, but it doesn't have to be this big decision. You can give at whatever amount fits your budget. It can be a spur-of-the-moment thing. You already get so much out of public radio, so just go for it. Visit wabe.org donate and become a member right now. And thank you.